looking for some hot anime studs to sweep her off her feet. Welcome everybody to the Super Mario's <laughs> Fellas Super Show! Pizza! And we're back. Super Larry's Brother Show. After a long hiatus. Seven months. The president was murdered, but first we're going to talk about Logan. <laughs> we'll get to that in time. You know, it'll come up as it does. But anyway, Logan, that was crazy. <laughs> Should I guess off the top? Because we did see Logan. We haven't recorded an episode President since Carson, then. yeah, they got a lot of people in this, <laughs> this explosion. It was a lot of them, yeah. He was their Keeper Sutherland show, whatever the fuck. Oh, designated, designated Survivor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I heard some people like, but... Not yeah. sure why HUD, the HUD secretary would be that high up. I yeah, know. I was like, how many people have to die before he gets it? I was like, vice president, let's see how far I can go with That's not. That wasn't even a position when they wrote, like, the chain of events in, like, the early 1900s. Let me see if I can think who gets... It's vice president... That was then, a gimme. I didn't even expect to start with that. Then after that, does it go to Secretary of State or does it go right to Speaker of the House? Are you asking? I'm going to say State gets it before that, and then it goes to Speaker. I believe it goes Speaker of the House third. Uh, and then the President Pro Tempore, who's like the senior most, the longest serving senator for whoever has the majority. Okay. At that time. I don't so, think oh, it's God. Him. I don't think it's John McCain. I was going to say, that wouldn't be like Mitch McConnell, would I think it? it's Lindsey Graham, maybe? Hmm. Let's see. Chain of... And then after them, I think it goes Secretary of State, Secretary of Treasury, Secretary of Education might be as far as I'm willing to oh, go. Oh, God. What's her name's not that far? Presidential no. line of succession. Here we go. Good old Wikipedia. Uh, let's see. Vice president is unable to serve. Next person serves after that. Vice president. Okay. So it's vice president, speaker of the House of Representatives. So Paul Ryan. Then it would be president poor tempor of the Senate, which is what or, I, Orrin Hatch. Which is what I said. Oh, Orrin Hatch. Yeah. That's, yeah. Then God, sec- I forgot he was still even in there. Then secretary of state. Mm-hmm. Finance? Treasury. Treasury, yeah. Which then, I said. then defense. Okay, I was wrong. Then, I got, then the Attorney General. I got up to five. Secretary of the Interior. Yeah. Which Parks it seems and Recreations. Like, <laughs> it seems like we don't even have. Secretary of Agriculture, Commerce, Labor. Who's the Democrat on there? Uh, Mike Young and Agriculture. Secretary of Agriculture. Um, they, is that a It may not be. They may not have someone appointed. That may be one that's okay. still trying to get appointed. Has been able to fire you. Uh, health and human services, housing and urban development. Ben so Carson, not that that's him, but I guess that's, I guess it's a, it's a tier thing. So like seventh in line is the attorney general or the secretary of interior. I guess they get to pick. And then tier eight is agriculture, commerce, and labor. Then tier nine is health and human services, housing, urban development, okay. transportation, or energy. So, so if eight <laughs> other people, I guess technically more would have to die in there. But if they reach the ninth chain, then Ben Carson could become president. Orrin Hatch might just be that old. He's like, let's not do this. <laughs> like, let's just keep going. Thank, okay, so Betsy DeVos. Uh, I'll take DeVoe. VP. Betsy DeVos was uh, Secretary of Education's 10. So a lot of people would have to go before she'd become president. I can't say maybe if I see a picture of Orrin Hatch. He'll ring a bell. Oh, he's pretty old. Wow. He looks like a slightly more nubile version of the current attorney general. Yeah. 
What's his uh, fucking name? Jeff Sessions, that's it. Well, they're both ancient as shit. But they're, like, shockingly close in fate. Like, I mean, I guess they're just old guys with white hair, but, like, the size of their face, too, just what? is so close. Makes you immediately want to look up, like, so where were you on civil rights? I'm like, so hold on a moment here. Well, I approved only slightly lower-class Negro buses. <laughs> it's like, that's not many admirable. Of them, many of them had four wheels. That's, I don't know why you're bragging about this. You do realize we just had a black president, right? He's like, oh no, I've been in a coma the last nine years. These memoirs are meant to be released upon my demise. <laughs> and, uh, well, they mistake when I'm dead or not pretty frequently. They've been released several times. He's called Ha Ha Take That Darkies. Not my first name, but uh, apparently you can't say Mooley in a the book title without getting people all up and arms. By Supreme Court Justice Jeff Sessions. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk uh, probably a little bit about Logan during this episode. So uh, just a forewarning, if you haven't seen Logan, just know that there's going to be spoilers. spoilers. So fair warning. Ahead Give me a couple seconds, blow each other. <laughs> Is that your command for us to like, fill the time as they turn off the podcast? Or? <laughs> no, it's for us to blow each other. While they get all the ones who do plan to see Logan. Okay. Quietly bow out. So, yeah, there'll be some spoilers. In the meantime, though, before we get right to that, <laughs> I definitely found what I think is going to be the next Super Legos Brothers bet. Okay. I found a t-shirt that I feel the loser of whatever bet it is attached to has to wear on our first day on the trip to Spain. Okay. Uh, and it is... Let me see... I think this might be it. The first full day in Spain. No, it is. Not like the plane trip over. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> t-shirt. It's a Golden Girls t-shirt. It says, Dorothy in the streets, Blanche in the sheets. Oh, I would fucking absolutely <laughs> With wear that. neon versions of their faces. I've got no problem with that. <laughs> I mean, look, after it's done, I'll keep that t-shirt to wear. <laughs> the first day in Spain, everyone's like, wait, what? And oh, it's I was all, expecting something way worse than this. It's all, like, very effeminine colors, too. It's all, like, pink and purple pastels. I thought it was going to be like, wear this t-shirt that said, I'm a proud gypsy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not trying to get people killed. Yeah, I got no problem with that. So you found the punishment, not the bet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we'll have to find a bet at some point. I should be getting that yoga thing. Sure. <laughs> I believe you. Anyways... Yeah, so uh, we didn't we didn't talk about Logan. We didn't do an episode after that. We were kind of tight on time as we begin with. But it's also a movie you kind of needed to sit on. It yeah. was not a movie you immediately wanted to finish up and be like, all right, let's start talking about this because it is a pretty depressing movie. It takes time to digest, certainly. And um, by the end of that movie, I didn't see it in theaters, but I imagine it was the same kind of atmosphere of like when Schindler's List was over. That like, oh wow, that was a good movie, but I don't know, should I clap? It seems kind of inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know if I want to see anything here, basically. Like, I mean, I guess it was a slightly happy ending, but... It was an ending where you're like, alright, first and foremost, I feel like you needed to have an after credit scene, or just a little bit of a longer time before, like, the credits start, and they start doing that first tier of lights that go on. Mm -hmm. Because I was definitely not at a place where I was like, phew, let's get some of these lights on so people can see what I'm up to. <laughs> It was definitely, like, I feel like when the lights start coming on, you're going to see a lot of middle-aged men with 
was like, <laughs> see, you were pretty quiet. So that the whole time, like, all right, I can't clean out. <laughs> Chris, I almost did it during Days of Future Past. <laughs> yeah. I, there was not a moment. You were there with your girlfriend. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to assume Mikey's going to try to keep it together as best as possible. Oh, yeah. But I already knew. I was like, look, if Mikey started losing it during fucking Days of Future Past, where it doesn't actually, like, end in any significant character death, <laughs> then he's going to lose it in this movie. I mean, for a while you'd think Magneto and Xavier are dying. <laughs> no, you don't. The Sentinels show up. Yeah, in a movie that's shown that it just keeps, like, reversing itself. After you get the full, like, Magneto speech, like, oh, Charles, so many years wasted fighting each other. I just thought that was great to like see that character admit it. And then Xavier not be like, no, you fighting me, dickhead. Yeah. I, wasn't, <laughs> I didn't antagonize against you. I wasn't going out robbing banks. For I me. didn't build Asteroid M and then <laughs> send you to it and then attack you from there. No. Create the Savage Lands where you have some kind of weird god. and Where there's a bunch of dinosaur people who are mutants but don't lose their powers. They're like the rest of the mutants. I don't even know what this is. It's just a jungle where it's we all don't like Superstars is Sauron and Brainchild. Sauron's like our Spider-Man. He's the huge one from this place. Everyone knows him. And I'm saying that to give you a chance to see the diversity here, because Sauron's not cool. Alright? I'm not I'm not saying I'm not bragging. He will be in our version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, which is pretty it should be pretty amazing. Did you ever see that uh Elliot Kalin uh page from the comics when he drew uh he was writing for Sp- X-Men and Spider-Man, I think? No. And it's uh it's Sauron from it. And it's like Spider Man being like, Wait, you have the power to rewrite DNA? You, and you're just using it to turn people into dinosaurs? You could use it to cure cancer. You can fix all the problems. It's just Sauron like, but I want to turn people to dinosaurs. Wow. That's great. I was like, that's a great image. Um Yeah, it definitely took some time to digest Logan, but with you know, by the time we were done eating, I was like, that was an amazing fucking movie. You know, oh, I, I was willing. To I see. knew it was good. I wasn't sure if I liked it. I was like, I wasn't really like entertained for a lot of that. It's kind of a heavier movie, but it's a phenomenal movie. I mean, I knew it was, as soon as I left the theater, I was like, oh, this is like an amazing movie, essentially. Like, I, I, I could recognize that. But it was one of those movies where you're like, oh man, there's just a lot to like. I was prepared for heavy. Sit here and die. Like, not digest. I'll say it. Sadder than Manchester by the Sea. I would definitely disagree on that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's certain levels. I mean, this is at least a human moment. Like, in, in Manchester by the Sea, like, oh, God. Like, why do you bother going on? Well, to watch, like, a fucking demented old Xavier just I'll tell you go this, in and out of there was never, of lucidity. There was never a moment where I ever considered walking out of Manchester by the Sea. But there was definitely a moment early on in Logan where I was like, I may have to leave this theater. Something <laughs> better doesn't happen in these people's lives very soon. When it's like, oh, Logan's like a sad old man at this point. Xavier's insane and driving around in his room, like, just talking nonsense and barely lucid. It's, like, way too familiar to mom. In a junkyard. And Logan carries around an animantium my bullet just in case he ever finally just can't take it anymore and just decides to blow his brains out. I'm like, I can't. Something needs to happen soon. Or this is just way too real. He's got a plan of, uh... And at this point, you never really get much background, but Xavier had something happen a year ago. People's lives, and I thought I heard six mutants in the news before, but I could be wrong about that. It cuts off, I think, before it, but it says like six members of uh, or six members of the uh, so, uh, it's, it definitely insinuates he killed several members of the X Men, yeah, which is and, and it acts like not intentionally. But and at this point, Logan's a limo driver with a I guess you never find out how he got the car, but um, in Vegas, 
just to make some money. So he wants to save up, buy a boat, put Xavier on it, and I guess just go die out at sea somewhere. Yeah, I I didn't get it. Where at least he can't hurt anybody. I didn't get it at first. And I guess struggling to get money for medication just to stifle Xavier's yeah his episodes. And uh, I didn't get it, but there's a Deadpool teaser at the front of the movie. And during, like, the end part of it starts going through the credits and explains the plot of Old Man in the Sea. Mm-hmm. And it's as it's meant to be referencing that part of Logan. Because that was essentially Logan's plan. And I didn't get this either. Logan's plan was to get that boat for the two of them to sail out so that his Xavier's episodes wouldn't hurt anybody. And then as soon as Xavier eventually just died naturally, Logan was just going to kill himself. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, Jesus Christ! Hey, I'll have a so wacky time. <laughs> wacky time. I can guarantee there was going to be no wacky. There was no wackiness in the first scene between them <laughs> when he's like trying to stop Xavier, like singing the SS Pinafore song as he's driving around his his crazy like botanical sun sphere, cursing. <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit! It's Professor X cursing. Yeah, there was definitely none of that coming into it. I feel, but yeah, it was uh. It's a pretty heavy movie at the start, and then lightens up, I think, as it goes on. But it stays pretty tense, and then has a lot of emotional kind of beats. As, okay, you know, events start happening. You know what is fun about the movie is just to see Wolverine, find, first of all, Wolverine cursing and not being like, hey, Mother Jamma, get out of my way. Like some <laughs> nonsense. Hey, thing. stinkhead, or whatever, yeah. or whatever you have to do. Just see him cursing, and if you thought, if you were worried that maybe they showed all the, like, adamantium claws going through people's skulls in the trailers. Like, oh, that's probably the only scenes that's Yeah, happening. if you're worried, like, they, they showed, like, a good portion of that, like, hotel fight scene. You're like, man, that must be the only action scene in the movie. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> no. They gave you what's the slowest, most obvious fight scene in the movie. A movie kicks off with him finding, like, a bunch of people who are trying to just steal his tires, like a Mexican gang trying to steal his well, tires. Well, he's just, like, passed out drunk in his car. And it, like... It's like three shots and then immediately claws through someone's chin up through their face with some of the claws puncturing through and going through the top of that dude's skull. And you're like, all right, so this is a different kind of movie. I can tell very quickly. This is rated R for a reason. But it's still a Wolverine that doesn't rush into the fight. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's, hey, guys, get first of all, that's never going to work what you're trying to do. Yeah. It's like steel studded. You're just going to strip them. Secondly, why don't you get out of here? They shoot him with a shotgun, I believe, twice. They get him once. And he I gets think. up and they shoot him. And he's still like, all right, guys, why don't you get out of here? I don't have time for this. Yeah, he's definitely. And they still shoot him again. Like, you saw him bounce back from the shotgun. What do you mean? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I do think that was a little weird. Like, oh, must, have, must not have gotten him down that first time with that shotgun to the upper left area of his with torso. The, yeah, giant wound. That we can him. see is bleeding. Like, it's not like we thought we missed. Yeah. And he's not healing as quickly anymore because I had a man slowly, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's never explained. I, I, the logic I work with is that the adamantium has always been poisoning him. The healing factor has just been fighting against it. Yeah. But now that he is... I, I assume that Wolverine eventually would just slowly die. Like, you know, he's lived, what, I guess, like 200 years at this point or something yeah. like that, at least in Civil War time. So eventually his old age is catching up to him. The healing factor, I assume, isn't working as fast anymore because that it can't fight the adamantium. Yeah. Or the uh, adamantium poisoning. That's the word. So did the Japan Wolverine movie never happen? Because he lost his claws in that. The adamantium. Mm. And he's back down to bone claws. Yeah. He says the future past, I guess, changed that that never happened or didn't happen like that. Or 
Did he yeah, get snookered into a second military experiment where he got filled with adamantium? Uh, I guess Wolverine... I'm Colonel Stryker's grandson, but I'm a decent guy. <laughs> I promise. Because they definitely show in Apocalypse that he had gone through Weapon X in that, like, the new way they're establishing the timeline. Mm-hmm. So I guess you had to do assume that because uh, Days of Future Past, like, splits it off. I guess only in that split-off timeline that we saw, where it's like, oh, every one of the old X-Men's back in at the mansion again, essentially, mm-hmm. then he'd be, maybe that's where he only has bone claws. Okay. And this is, I guess, just supposed to be the logical progression of what the apocalypse, I guess, or new, uh, or like, first class, I guess you call it, the first yeah. class timeline or whatever. That this is eventually just supposed to be the follow-up of that. Yeah, well, I don't even know if X-Men, or Wolverine Origins is... Even canon. I don't fuck anywhere. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Who wants? Who gives the slightest fuck if Wolverine Origins is canon? <laughs> what are you losing? <laughs> so this isn't going to be much of a debate. All right. <laughs> it's like who gives the tiniest fuck? <laughs> Leave Shriver in a shitty fucking Ryan Reynolds Deadpool is in the Marvel Universe. But how excited were you when you for a second thought that was Leave Shriver? I was pretty stoked. I was like, that's kind of interesting with Lee Shriver in our Scotia. I know, we're all excited about Lee Shriver. Calm down, girl. He's so hungry. He is amazing. Yeah, there was a moment where I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. Like, they got fucking uh, Sabretooth to kick Wolverine's ass. I'm like, oh, never mind. Let's see what this is about. Which I guess wouldn't make much sense because they were supposed to be cloning a better version. It's yeah, like, no, like, we just recycled Sabretooth. <laughs> we just got the one who's been getting this shit pushed in by Wolverine <laughs> for like 20 years now. <laughs> but this time, he's got him. The guy that's already weaker than the guy who doesn't have the adamantium like this skin. Does Sabretooth have a healing factor? Yes. Okay. So I was going to say. I and don't... I think he it just has like claws, which are. I don't. I guess it's just the same shit that what a cartilage. What like an actual animal's claw would be. He's naturally supposed to be a lot bigger than Wolverine physically, but. I always just remembered it as like that one. If you'd picked a legitimate, like, 5'4 Wolverine, <laughs> like an actual, like, 7-point saber tooth, it'd be, like, Arya next to the mountain. I'm trying to remember if it was Wolf, if it was X-Men Origin, or X-Men the cartoon, or if it was X-Men Evolution that had... There's some scene where, like, they're going through the Weapon X, like, ruins, and, like, they run across the thing where Wolverine was just a prototype to get adamantium and was supposed to go in the rest of them, mm. and Sabretooth being like, ah, if you had fucked things up, I'd have gotten it, too. And I was like, he doesn't have a healing factor, though. Wouldn't it have just killed him? But I guess that all the Weapon X experiments had healing factors, I guess. Yeah, and they're brothers. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. Now we know. Wait, so how old Sabretooth supposed to be, then? Pretty old, too. <laughs> Is he also from Civil War I don't, time? I don't know if the comic book version is from Civil War time. Oh, man. X-Men or I think they might have even retroed it that Sabretooth is actually Wolverine's father. I feel like there is some connection to them, but then they keep changing shit. And I just don't In the movies, like he's it, Wolverine's brother, but I, I know how you <laughs> how little you care. <laughs> how little regard you have for the huh. Wolverine canon. I didn't realize that uh, Sabretooth first appeared in Iron Fist. Which has not been getting good reviews, by the way. Oh, and Sabretooth will probably not be making an appearance in that either. Most certainly not. Oh, really? Yeah, supposedly a lot of people will be like, eh, it's pretty boring. It's out this week, doesn't it? This week coming up? Uh, it's this month. I don't remember the exact date. Yeah. I honestly have not cared too much about. I think it's the 17th. Oh, well, there you go. 
they're putting it out on St. Patrick's Day. It doesn't connect to it at all. It's so weird. Was that um, Saturday? I think it comes out Friday. Yeah, I guess it's the 16th then. All right. Yeah, very possibly. Yeah, the reviews for it aren't great. I'll probably catch it, at least watch a couple episodes, but then ultimately all I really care about is, like, I don't see what the Defenders is about. I mean, that guy's got to be, like, fairly confident. Like, well, they're going to put me in the Defenders. Well, they can't not. I just... <laughs> They've had three that did okay, <laughs> even if mine shits the bed. They definitely don't have any more Game of Thrones scenes left to film. Yeah, and it's, I mean, at this point, they've pretty clearly kind of established. I think at this point, they're like, all right, well, we don't have to do an Iron Fist season two. We'll just do fucking Iron Fist and Luke Cage season yeah. two or whatever. And we'll just make it a lot more about the Luke Cage side <laughs> of things. Well, uh, let's see. Origin. Father and son. Okay, hold on. Uh, when asked what he intended between the relationship of Wolverine and Sabretooth, uh, he stated, father and son. That's why Sabretooth always considered Logan sloppy seconds to his original slash real deal. The other critical ele- element, in, element in my presentation of the relationship was, in their whole life, Logan has never defeated Sabretooth in a knockdown, drag-out, killer-be-killed berserker fight. By the same token, on every one of his birthdays, Sabretooth has always managed to find him, no matter where Logan was or what he was doing, and came within an inch of killing him, for no other reasons than to remind him he could. Yeah, they're not good friends. That's interesting. I never heard that aspect I heard of it. it. I'd forgotten a lot about that. That is pretty interesting, though. Because if you watch the cartoons, you're always like, it's just this wacky fucking yeah. goober, Ray like, <laughs> arch nemesis. Yeah, and the guy that was, like, saber to had, like, a, you could tell it was, like, a theater guy, but he still, like, threw growls in it occasionally. Oh, the guy who did him in the cartoons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the pro wrestler from the first one. <laughs> Which, by the way, I like the first X-Men, whatever that was, like 97, 98, when you think about it, it's really only an origin story for Wolverine and Rogue. It's The X-Men you see are already formed. Yeah, they're already doing as they will. And it's not even much of a, an origin story for Wolverine, because you don't find out how he gets anything. It's no. just his origin of becoming an X-Men. Yeah. Um, but it's still pretty interesting to see. I cannot tell you how thrilled I am that they got a great Wolverine movie out. Honestly, next to Days of Future Past, it might be my favorite. It's it's nice to definitely see, like, it's good there's at least one solid solo Wolverine movie out there. Um, Finally, some canon for Christopher to care about. Yeah, something for me to give a flying fuck about. And the only one you get is that Wolverine and Xavier are dead. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's pretty depressing. I, I would definitely say that, like, Hugh Jackman should definitely have like, get a nomination for that role. Because it's insane. I mean, Patrick Stewart probably, too, but I can see if you even want to give it to him. Yeah. But, like, Wolver, I mean, good lord. I get it. It's a comic book movie. You don't like it. But he puts so goddamn much into yeah. that performance. The scene of him after Xavier's funeral where he's just losing it out of his truck and just, mm-hmm. like, flops to the ground, just so fucking lost in the world. And like, yeah. oh, my God. This is amazing. But oh, it's so heavy. Yeah. And I, I, I think I mentioned it to Travis at the time, because in that scene, it's uh, Laura, the X-23 character, is listening to an iPod. That's like, if those iPod ears fall out and it's Johnny Cash her playing, <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm just, it's me being like, no, can't do this. You win. And I just leave. The it's like, you, you I over me. I, I open my Mary Poppins up, I'm like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Twist of fading over me, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out of here, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it if it was that. 
Thank God it actually does not play anywhere in the movie. Yet, disturbingly enough, we went to go see the movie with our uh, friend Travis, and he we got in his car to go get food, and just it on the station that naturally played when we came in the car was the opening parts of Hurt by Johnny Cash. Yeah. We like did not listen movie, to it. Like in a movie you see when you never get in the car and do, the song rise it starts and it literally Which I liked it. It may have been too on the nose in the movie. I kinda liked that it was just in the movie trailer. And it, yeah, I mean, that's, it ended with a Johnny Cash song. Yeah. Which one. Um Simple Man or Ordinary Man or Yeah, I forget which one it was. It's a good. What's a ring on fire? No. That would be a little upbeat. <laughs> That's what this thing. needs a hot trumpet section. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I, I couldn't listen to that song at that point. But it was a great song to like just set a tone in that trailer. I think the movie definitely. I mean, if you're going to nominate nine movies for Best Picture, this, I feel, definitely should be on it. I, maybe they'll do it. If you're looking to nominate a comic book movie and bring people in, I think this is your best bet in a while. It's definitely going to be the better one, because a lot of people were like, well, they didn't nominate Deadpool last. I was like, yeah, but I could see why they wouldn't want to nominate Deadpool. I mean, as good of a movie as it is, it's a movie that's almost shitting on itself. Very vulgar. And yeah. shitting on other movies at the same time. Like, I can see why, like, as the Academy, be like, and we don't really want something like this kind of crass being nominated for Best Picture, especially when we know we're only nominating it for the sake of, like, hey, come on, guys, care about the Oscars. Yeah, if you're going to have a guy getting a dick in his butt, it better not be a strap-on with a chick. Yeah. Nobody wants to that. That's disgusting. Or make a full movie out of it. And could you make the main character black then, please? With <laughs> the Eddie Redmayne pretending to be a chick. Uh, but, yeah, like, Logan, I feel like, fits immediately into that yeah. that area. So, yeah, I, I, hopefully it will. But then again... Who knows what'll come out between and I'm sure a bunch of other movies. It probably has the best chance of being that niche one that gets yeah. in there though. Uh, of like the, you know, whatever, twenty years of comic book movies we're getting regularly now. Of like the if I had to pick ones that I'd recommend to people that it's not just a good comic book movie. It's actually like a great story. It'd probably be Dark Knight, uh Captain America Win a Soldier, and Logan. I would say like this is just a great story. Logan's a little bit harder for me to recommend because I feel like you have to have watched the other X-Men movies, though, to appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't have that same weight if you haven't, like, seen, like, oh, man, this is the same Logan who's been on these missions with the X-Men before. you got to be been with Xavier. Yeah, like, you have to know it for it just to have that same weight. But you may of, have like, just seen the movies a couple times. You know who they are. Yeah, I don't have yeah. time to explain to you who Professor Look, Xavier is. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't watch X-Men's Wolver- Origins Wolverine. You don't need to. It's not canon <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> but, <laughs> but that guy that looks a lot like you says I don't, it is canon. Oh, no. You don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. It's like that... It's like he that robot right. Jedi in the expanded universe. You can call it Legacy or Legends, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It doesn't matter. It's not canon. But that fellow that you say you don't know that you seem to live with said it was absolutely mandatory. Stop talking to these random <laughs> giant-nosed vagrants you find, all right? With their drunken opinions. It's not a key. <laughs> <laughs> no time. Don't listen to them. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a very good movie, especially if you have seen the other ones. You have that weight to go down. Like, oh, it's like the closing chapter of these characters. With just enough that you're like, all right, maybe in a couple of years you can do an X-23 movie. Then. Yeah. Like, still continue the story. Because there's still a lot left in the air. It's it's nice that it doesn't, I guess, it ends exactly where it does. Because there's a part of me that's like, there's no way this fucking sanctuary in Canada is safe. Like, why yeah. would it be? Yeah, <laughs> why? 
with what? Alpha Flight is still holding it down. Like, who's up there to protect people from, like, this giant military organization that I know Wolverine took out a lot of them on the way out, and most of the significant members. But there's no way they're done. Like, there's no chance that's happening. But we didn't they see any of them in X Wolverine Origins. Yeah. There's <laughs> definitely, there's no way that, like, Mr. Sinister isn't behind that group in some fashion, too, probably. Yeah, I was surprised. I wonder that he wasn't. That there wasn't like even a little cameo of him in it, or that the company's not even called Essex. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do on that. They're like, no, all. we're gonna kill off Mr. Sinister for the next movie. Okay. How many of these movies are you planning on doing? Let's see. I actually want to check it out, find out what the next X Men movie is supposed to be. And I'm assuming Logan's gonna make a ton of movies this second week too, because I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. See Logan for the first time. And also, it's about the least amount of shitting on a movie I've seen on quite, in quite a while on a comic book movie. I don't think there's a lot of people would be angry about it. There's not a lot to be upset by. It's exactly what I think most, like, the expectation for that movie was. And it kind of works because it's such a personal movie. You didn't have to be like, oh, but I didn't like that giant sky beam or whatever. Because, like, they didn't have to have one of those. It had to have a doomsday device. It was just a story about Wolverine trying to make peace in the last moments of his life, essentially. And, trying to guide this little girl who's essentially as he comes to find out his daughter in a way. Yeah. So it's kind of exactly what you knew what you were getting into. Again, the Johnny Cash song kind of put it perfectly. Like Wouldn't this dude be- is going to struggle his entire life to the very end to get my peace. I mean, as a clone, wouldn't she be more like his sister? Uh, Well, no, because they literally put her in fertilization. They just used his genetics, I guess, to fertilize the eggs. Remember that they actually said that these women carried these children uh, to term. Okay. So, in that way, yeah, yeah, Even the be. one that looks exactly like Wolverine? <laughs> that fat black kid, you mean? <laughs> I did, someone did mention this to me. They were like, so wait, weren't they all trained to be soldiers? How did one fat kid end up in the group then? Like, yeah. I guess that is true. And why do some of them not speak English? <laughs> why are they all trained to be soldiers yet none of them use their powers when they're being chased? It's only like once they get cornered in the exact moment that they start using Why did they let the, like, the Wolverine clone Spanish like first language <laughs> by some nurse. Yeah, I guess because it was all. I mean, you find out she does speak English, but she seems to be a lot more comfortable speaking Spanish. Yeah, and it's south of the border too. So I mean, wouldn't that logic be that most of the nurses spoke Spanish? Would they all know Spanish then? Or yeah. Uh, let's see. But could you imagine? And by the way, the girl does a pretty good performance. The one X twenty three. It's fine. A lot of people are giving her like she blew the doors off it. I was like, look, you know, once she starts talking, then you're like, oh, right, you are a child. That's, yeah. you're not amazing. I mean, for the most part of the movie, it's just her having to scream and have that face that I've and already noticed, like, yeah. that's naturally just kind of on her face. I'm not pooping on her. Like, I think she's, she's very good. She definitely could have fucked that movie up if she wasn't. Yeah. Mary people being like, and the astounding Daphne Keene. I was like, let's dial it back a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Let's pull this back just a little. Let's stop handing the Oscar to her. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is a, a Hugh Jackman movie. Maybe a Patrick Stewart movie. <laughs> it's like that thing. I'd even give it over that stupid cyborg hand guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right now. Well, all right. It's like the dude he's doing like a fucking dazed and confused like Matthew McConaughey. Like, well, all right, all right, all right. Where's that little girl? Is she around anywhere? <laughs> See, I like, because I get older, these little teenage girls that I'm hunting down, they stay the same age. Yeah, the con- and the re- the basically the, the bad guy force, the reboots of the movie. In the comics, it's a much more eclectic group of, like, I've got, like, 
a tank for a bottom half of my body. Like, there's a lot like crazier kind of cyborgs, and this one is everyone's like, I'm missing my right hand. Yeah, I'm, I have a robot hand. Which it's... I don't. Did you? Did they do this to me when I signed up, or am I a veteran who was missing a hand, and this was like the deal I made? Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, huh. I guess everyone just has robot hands that don't just, seem impressive. It's one actually. I guess it's maybe the bigger, the biggest downside. Not particularly a good villain in the movie, but I guess it's because it's not like a villain kind of movie. No. Because, like, he doesn't do anything that particularly cool in the movie. Like, it's never like there's a moment where you're like, man, that robot hand sure is useful. No. It's never, doesn't stop anything. There's a scene of him facing it where you can see the fingers go both ways, but you never really see him use anything. Yeah, there's never anywhere. a scene where, like, he, like, uses that to his advantage or, like, chokes someone out using the hand or something like that. There's never any moment where you're like, thank God that robot hand was there. Really underrated that robot hand. Like, if you told me, uh, you told me that whatever, Daphne Keen. Keen got an Oscar for this. I'm like, so what did they, did they give Stephen Merchant seven? If she got one? <laughs> Again, I don't want to poop on her, but I've heard a lot, I've heard a lot of people who are like, she's astounding. What an amazing actress. I'm like, 90% of the movie is her screaming and stunt film work. Yeah. Like, I'm not taking anything away from her so much. I'm just trying to reel it in a little bit here. So if the next one comes out and she's not amazing, we can just tamper those expectations. Yeah, it's an 11 year old kid that didn't completely shit the bed. Like, thank <laughs> God. <laughs> Turns out they can't all be Jake Lloyd, I guess. So could you could you imagine the lock on uh, the X-Men franchise if, like, three or four years down the road, that girl's just, like, she goes up to be, like, five, eight, hot, giant cans. I mean, that's still the stream you keep holding on to, is that she's going to grow up disturbingly hot, like the chick from uh, Spy Kids. But then X-Men can still be like, hey, look, we hired her when she was, like, 80 pounds. Get off her back. Who knew she'd be this hot? Why did they have to say it that disturbing? Is that what the Fox PR spokesman is? He's like, who would have thought our young preteen angel would grow up to, to such a sultry goddess? <laughs> he, was on, like, he, he was on the shitter. They let him turn into the announcement. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let, let That's him, your let, quote? She turned into a sultry angel? They let a plucky young intern make it. This is our, our adamantium bombshell. Like, Stop it. You're the movie studio. We are not supposed to be directly acknowledging this. Well, you see, because she has thinner shoulders, she needed less adamantium, so we got to kind of move more of it on her hands. Why would she need that? Wouldn't that actually be awful? Because then it just fucks up with her entire acrobatic balance. And with so much of this it's movie It's got to be so heavy. <laughs> with so much of this movie being filmed in Mexico, <laughs> we could make her film it new for most of it. <laughs> That's just all. Oh. Yeah, what? What year is this coming out? Yeah. Oh, 2020. I'm like, that's, she's definitely 13 in this. That's, the math's not adding up. <laughs> not at all. Any questions? Good. No. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people with their hands raised, actually. In fact, everybody just, like, Barbara Walters is jumping out of her chair. What was that? <laughs> all right, goodbye, everybody. See you in 2020. Uh, it says Deadpool 2 is coming out next year, and apparently there's two other slots that Fox has for Marvel movies oh, that God, year. Is that not the New Mutants? And... Well, that could be... I thought I heard a rumor of Alpha Flight. Well, here's here's what they're saying. There's a New Mutants movie, apparently, yeah. being directed, which I don't know who the New Mutants are at all. There's some wacky character. The guy in the far right, Warlock, I mean, is ridiculous. That's He's that, not even a mutant. Is He's that a, the guy? He's an alien. <laughs> the guy who looks like a technology version yeah. of Groot. Mixed with Freakazoid from the Animaniacs cartoon he's stuff. A he's a robot alien that somehow just gets honorary membership into the X-Men. There's nothing mutant about him. Is this 
Forge's daughter? She looks kind of I Indian. Believe so. And I Moonstar? No, that's a gun. Okay. Like I thought that was like a gun hand. I was like, is that supposed to just be Forge's daughter? Would it be Moonstar? This is what we have uh, new mutants. How much do you think Logan's going to fall in? Oh, a lot. I think it's going to be very successful. It's going to be like Deadpool, I think. Almost exactly. I think it's probably going to pull in about the same kind of audience. I feel like they were definitely holding off on moving forward with the new X-Men. Whatever. Like, well, that's the, the next first-class movie. Until yeah. They saw. Let's see. If this takes a big bomber maybe we'll hold off on that. Uh, let's see. Can I find... Okay, here we go. No, but we're going to be Man. The original team uh, consisted of Cannonball, a 16-year-old Kentuckian oh, yeah. who became Nyan Von O'Brien when rocketing through the air. Karma. His legs would just disappear and become a car. Uh, Karma, who could mentally possess other people's bodies. Uh, Mirage, who I think is that person at the front, who could create visual em- empathic three-dimensional illusions. What? So she she could just create she could create me out mirages. Why did they, why did they have to like phrase it like that? Well, when she, that's what I assumed her power was. Yeah, but it's like what well, like they're describing like if the dude's name is like Fireball, they're like, well, he can compose heat into uh, spherical projectiles that are then launched forward through his. Just say he shoots fire. I don't need like look Wikipedia. Chill out here. Uh, Sunspot, who I guess is different than the other one because this one's definitely not Japanese. A Brazilian billionaire who gains super strength fueled by sunlight and can store solar energy in his body. I'm just saying it's stupid that the sun spot and sun fire. Mm -hmm. I get it. There's only so many. And uh, Wolfsbane, which is a 13-year-old creature who turned to a wolf. Hopefully they make her a little wolf. Um, She's essentially naked. It's essentially the new Mystique role. Ooh, really? Except she doesn't shape shows. Well, it's the one that would Wait, have to almost be mostly CGI, Wolfbane. I mean, it's a dude here. Oh, is it? Well, it says Furt. Oh, no, sorry. Never mind. Sorry, it's not. I thought I thought it said the character's name was Scott, but they're, I guess, Scottish. Uh, there's also Cypher, man who can learn any language spoken or written, whether alien or machine. Queer. Uh, Magic, who's Colossus' oh, sister. Super hot, too. Oh, no, I'm thinking the. I'm thinking. Can you black. calm down? No, no, no. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Too much. Calm down. No, there she becomes. Be. <laughs> she becomes like the the, the Morgan Le Fay. Or, she becomes like, like a, she walks around in a little she space. She like bikini. a sorceress in a bikini and has a. I she has a dragon. Uh, a little mini dragon. That's eventually what she becomes. I don't. I don't think it's as. <laughs> played by like. The Olsen twins' youngest daughter. Like, what? Yeah, played by, uh, whoever plays the fucking little girl in Fuller House this season. <laughs> Ramona, or whatever. Like, so when do they get her in her space bikini with the dragon? I have not blasted through all three seasons. Like, I don't know how. How old is that one? Uh, Magma, a fiercely tempered native of the secret Roman society in the Amazon who control Lava. Giant cans. <laughs> and Warlock, an extra genetic of a techno-organic race known as the Tech Technarchy, uh, who has giant cans. Oh, <laughs> pretty, still, fun, pretty funky penis. Don't know why the robot has to have those. Uh, oh, and they actually put uh, exterminators in there. Boom booms. Boom booms in there. <laughs> I was about to say, I think boom boom comes from I'm X- just gonna judge X- X-Men Evolution. What's her powers? Oh, she can end the world. She's yeah. basically a Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. 
No, I think if I recall, she just created like little bombs and she yeah. throw them out. I thought Asc- she was created from X Men Evolution, though. Essentially, I mean, no, that's Star Dazzler. Or Dazzler? No, she creates little bombs in her hands and like tosses them out. Boom, boom. Is it exact? I didn't know she tossed them like that. So it's exactly like Dazzler. Dazzler was like the one from the video game, the arcade game. Yeah, no, she threw out like streaks. This is like she specifically. It's like Gambit, except instead of like needing playing cards to put through, she just makes like orbs and just tosses them out. So that essentially just create like small bombs and just tosses them. Um, but no, I guess she was made for the comic books then. I I only know her from X Men Evolution, which she was in. Mm It's like a mutant on the team for a little bit, and then eventually I think she goes rogue or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. She wasn't that cool. <laughs> but um, let's get in the movie. Yeah, anyway, good job for her. Um, and one might incorporate some of the kids at least saw him a little bit. Allegedly. Potentially. Uh, all right. So they did have Richter. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's go back to this group there. New Mutants, that's a potential one. X-Men Supernova. Oh God! Is that could be another? I've heard Phoenix. It sounds like it. The obvious speculation is here that we'll finally get a Dark Phoenix saga done properly this time around. Why would you assume that? I don't know. Uh, Simon Kinberg is probably going to direct it. That that's the one that I'm like. If that just eats shit. I see that that, because I've heard Wolverine or Hugh Jackman said like I'm done with Wolverine. Except he's open to the idea if there's an MCU movie he could be in for it, he'd come back for that. And I'm like, oh really? It would be cool, especially since Doctor Strange, I guess, kind of introduced the idea of a multiverse. If in one of them, even if it's for a moment, like a door, like a fucking doorway opens up and a Wolverine from then like just pops through and yeah. he's like, I'm gonna help fight this thing and then I'm gonna disappear. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, awesome. We get Wolverine and Spider-Man helping the Avengers, and you just get that one moment to finally experience it and be like, all right. You go back to your own universe now. We never have to see this again. Let's be done with it. But there's no chance that's going to happen when movies like Logan are a success. Yeah. So, like, the only chance, I guess, of that probably happened is maybe if Supernova eats shit and then Deadpool 2 blows too. <laughs> but it's like, I don't want to hope these suck just <laughs> oh so we can get these. But it's like a really like a Papa Shango version of Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Envisioning, I'm... like, hoping these movies bomb. I don't want to, but I, that's what had to happen for Spider-Man to get yeah, into I just want to see Brian Reynolds back to doing shitty romantic comedy. Yeah, I just want his career to crumble and we get Van Wilder 3 finally. You know, I mean, unless you don't consider Rise of Taj to be canon, which I don't. <laughs> which so I, then we get Van Wilder 2. <laughs> which I don't. Which I don't. Or Naked Bottle or whatever they call it. Is that another Van Wilder? Beta House. There's a bunch of those. Well, I thought those were just Van Wilder like under the title of that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the Gambit movie that's supposedly supposed to happen at some fucking Still? point. There's no fucking... Well, I mean... If oh, hold on, wait. The big problem here is that Gambit recently lost director Doug Lehman, and there's continual chatter that they haven't even gotten the script right yet. Not to mention is the fact they keep moving this troubled project off of various release dates. Ooh, whether it involves Lehman, Lehman Tatum, or Seydoux later. Oh, because I guess... Leah Sadu was supposed to be Belladonna. Who's Belladonna? That's the chick who gives him his powers, I think, maybe? No. Uh, no, I just did some Cajun chick. You don't need to look this up. Are you sure? She could yeah. be amazing. What is she has giant cans, Mikey? <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> and then an X-Force movie apparently might be in the works. What if it's going to be the 80s version? 
the original X, X Force was just the X Men when they got booted out for a little bit to make room for new mutants that broke. Yeah. Uh, but the 80s ones like Havoc and Multiple Man and Strong Guy. Domino? I guess is she in it? Blue Cable's girlfriend? At some point? I don't know. Giant can. Whatever. <laughs> Can't define any character, but just like, how long is this female? How new did she get? I'm like, yeah, Wolf or uh, Colossus' little sister. And you're like, ooh, is that the one who has the little witch's bikini? <laughs> All right, give me some new characters. And I'll see if I remember. There's an Indian character, it looks like, on the Native American character on the team. Do you remember him? Oh, yes. Born in 1950. <laughs> Night Wolf, as they called him. He could try He could channel all of the spirits. I'm like, who's this chick on the side? <laughs> I don't know. She's not that naked, though. So she's got great cans. I just Kainsey Larue. I just took the Mortal Kombat character and made it. <laughs> yes. Well, he's a cop during the LA riots. <laughs> anyway, he has a nightclub and throws grenades. Apparently, that's enough to, to stop, stop extra, like extra dimensional super gods. Someone's got to do yeah, it. We've lost the last nine Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> we think we're going to be better at this one. Hello. Earthrealm? Seems like they have a lot of demigods competing on their end. <laughs> Earthrealms wins most of those, but I think now. Ooh. Are the winners oh, of Mortal Kombat? Never get out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, I'll give Logan nine noses out of ten. All right then. Well, yeah, it's a very solid movie. I think. Um, oh, actually, here's the last thing. I've definitely heard different thoughts on this, and I do feel like we might even reach one here. The very, very end of the movie, Wolverine's killed. They have a funeral for him. She gives like a speech. It's like written, taken from this movie that she, they'd watched earlier in the movie, yeah. like an old Western. Then as she's moving away, she takes the cross off of the grave, turns on its side, and it becomes an X over Wolverine's grave. And that's the final shot that we ends on. I liked it. It almost, super lame, right? It almost tore me apart, honestly. <laughs> super dorky, right? That was almost the thing that stopped. That, almost, <laughs> that was the moment you're like, <gasps> I almost buckled for a little bit on that. That was the moment you forgot. You're like, she's not even anything hot at all. And you're like, wait a minute, this sex bitch. This sex bitch thing, oh. Hey, why are we getting this close up? I'm not supposed to be jerking off to her yet, am I? <laughs> oh, who am I <laughs> what, what am I trying to keep the appearances up for? Because I'm sitting next to my girlfriend. <laughs> hey, honey. You tight, agree, right? Look at that tight young bot. <laughs> I wonder when she gets her space bikini. <laughs> Maybe Deadpool too. <laughs> <laughs> the character is known for it. She definitely should be rocking a lot more midriff for having uh, exposing shirts. That's really the X-23 character. <laughs> I don't think she did it when she was 11, though. <laughs> you just don't know comic books, babe. Hey, the polarized caps are melting. We don't have all day. <laughs> That's the point you We can't always just throw them back in the oven. Sometimes we just kind of <laughs> strut them out there. Oh man, that's the most disgusting cinema I've ever heard. More time to put them back in the to oven. An accent too, so it's not that's recognizable. This is the Mike and Carrie right here. We'll never take it out of the oven. <laughs> back in the oven is just such a disgusting <laughs> way of phrasing that sentiment, though. Um, you did not care for that. Too. Nah, it didn't do as much for me. I was like, that's a little dorky. Okay. I honestly thought the. The quote was kind of weird. I didn't think the quote was. did. The quote was strange, if only because it was like, does anyone here know what movie they're talking? Because I did, I hadn't heard of it. You hadn't heard no. of this movie, and it's not like it's like, wow, what an iconic. Like I get, I get how it applied to the situation. Yeah, 
it's just like, yeah, it just didn't feel that. And I guess it makes sense. Like, she's such a fucking broken character herself. There's no way she can dig into herself to fight, like, save too much emotional stuff through it. Yeah. But the scene that broke me way more is when she says, Daddy. That's oh, really? fucking crushing. When she's like, Daddy! It's like you get I thought it was a little forced. I mean, she just met him a week ago. But that's when you show, like, that's when you see she's, she's like, come to see him as a father. And that's yeah. like, oh, my God. As it's like that thing that I hear a lot of uh, dads say, like any movie, like a lot of guys are like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch Ant Man. Like any story about a dad who's trying to like connect with his daughter or things like that is just heartbreaking. I was like, how many guys had to watch fucking Logan and just went home and immediately was like, I'm just gonna hug my daughter all day. <laughs> this is oh god, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah, I I couldn't have. Uh, if I had had a daughter at that point, I'd be like, let's go, babe. You had to get out of here. <laughs> Hand already like dripping wet with tears. <laughs> like, we had to get going. I forgot. Wait, what is that? I forgot the car's gonna explode <laughs> or something. No. Then aren't you gonna bring Run! He's raised back! Run! He's not done! I just picked her up on like the Like the one thing she's never seen in years leave behind milk duds. <laughs> she's like, hey, your box of milk duds are half full still. I just like shit. Alright, get out Are you having a stroke? Baby, let's go! I'm in the car! Just body surfing across the crowd. Just leaving your eyes out. I'm just like, I'll just let you in the car. Like a kidnapped. Please. Call your mother. She'll pick you up. I can't. I'll call you an Uber. I can't even drive right now. I'm calling myself an Uber too. Get in there, he's like, so just come out of Logan. I'm like, thank God, someone understands. You big bitch. Oh, <laughs> this is right. I'll be outside, honey. Remember, you're not what they made you. <laughs> Remember, Daddy always loves you. <laughs> yeah, that would be essentially what would happen. Yeah, the movie's got, which was very much, uh, I didn't see a lot of in the trailers, a family that a black family in the somewhere in the southwest um after midwest they're going, yeah, north, I guess they're midwest. going to north dakota yeah with a farm who are you're introduced to get to know and then they are very quickly slaughtered yeah it's a pretty brutal kind of thing too because it's not like they don't dance around, like you think maybe they'll just suffer from this incident because that's the thing that tends to happen like in superhero movies too or any kind of thing but like yeah, you can't get close to people because they'll be targeted. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it'll be that kind of thing. Like, they'll fuck up the farm and, like, they'll be like, we're in ruins now, whatever. And it's like, no. First the son just eats it. Yeah. Then it's the wife. The one you thought might get out. Like, yeah. oh, he's young enough, they might not kill him. They won't kill him. He has he has a future ahead of him. Yeah, then kills the wife. Kept waiting for him to, like, start, like, oh, I can walk through walls. Like, yes. Yeah. Slowly putting this team back together. And then and he's got yeah. great cans. <laughs> you just need to give him a slow outfit. <laughs> then the dad gets it, survives long enough to basically save Logan, then hate him right before he dies. Yeah. You're like, oh man, at least he died though. To like shoot was... him with a bullet with a gun. He didn't know was out of ammo. Yeah, and that's the moment where I'm like, thank God he was he died because there was no way I'd want to have lived at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah, with what you'd assume would be a very volatile Wolverine. Well, I mean. Beyond that, like, had all that gone away, you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll live in this farm now with my wife dead, my son yeah. dead. Uh, just a ton of controversy surrounding us. 
yeah. a dead old man was killed in my house that I have no answers for. Yeah. Oh, this and this a little all girl. These a little girl was like like captured up in some kind of like metal fucking spit rod machine. Yeah. And being carried out, I don't really know an answer for that either. <laughs> I don't know where she is either. And I'm certainly not going after her. Not even mention the six guys from the, the sugar company that came over and got killed. Plus, oh like, yeah, at least a couple of the the military guys got killed there too. When the a lot of shit broke into my house too. That staircase is just gonna be covered in blood. There was just a dead scorched albino in a trunk behind your house, or yeah. in a truck. Yeah, that's where I'm like, yeah, thank God, I don't have to deal with any of this, <laughs> and my whole family's dead, so they don't have to either. Ooh. It sucks. I went out on meatloaf night. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? Oh my kid! <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I got was a handy. Ugh. Oh, and my family. I can't believe the last movie I saw was Under Siege 2. What a waste. Oh, my wife and child. Can't believe I'm going to die with part of your world in my head. Not even the best Little Mermaid song. (laughs) Family. (laughs) Oh, my poor son. He had so much potential. What a waste of Tommy Lee Jones in that movie. I mean, it's ridiculous. Whatever that Chris Pine movie was, I think that had Tommy Lee Jones in it, like Paranoia or something like that. It's like a business executive. It was a shitty movie that came out during that period where I was watching like the movie a year. It thank God just came out on the weekend the better movie was out. Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it didn't look very good. Um Ooh, really dodged a bullet here, Pompeii. Yeah. <laughs> thank God I'll just I'll just sure. I'll just check out the new Ghostbusters, which I'm sure is gonna rock my world. <laughs> Off to see that new Kit Harrington blockbuster. <laughs> Jon Snow's just not a one-note actor, guys. <laughs> We're about to see him live up the world. I know you've all been claiming for a day when classics like uh, fucking Deep Impact and Dante's Inferno would, or Dante's Peak would come back and light our world on fire. <laughs> well, Pompey's bringing this back. <laughs> Not actually related to the movie at all, but not just, the movie just at came all. out at a really appropriate time. <laughs> 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 what we disappointed that wasn't in the movie at all. I mean, I don't know where it would have fit, but it would have been pretty nice. I mean, I didn't stay until the end. <laughs> I definitely left when there was like 20 seconds left in the movie, and I was like, well, let me just leave traffic. <laughs> so maybe it does play at the very end. It a really, because it not really ends with the main heroes getting covered in ash and killed, but it would be great if it's like, the close-up shot of them embraced in ash forever and all eternity. That'd be pretty great. You know what I mean? I have to watch a movie again just to see what's <laughs> Maybe it'll happen this time. Maybe now that they've got to put it on a home release. Yeah, now, that out. now that they realize they can go like a little ironic with it because they don't have to appeal to like you know, historians or anything like that anymore. You figured we what? After we lost a ton of movie money on this movie, we were gonna pay more to get the Pompeii song in here. How much do you think Bastille's charging yeah. for money, right? <laughs> do you think Bastille took the world on fire after Pompeii? I bet more money than that garbage movie's probably will depend. I mean, probably, but look, like you're gonna make more money on the ironic point of people being like, Yeah, just check out the end of Pompeii when the song of Pompeii plays over in a really inappropriate way. Would you ever even consider saying that a second time just for that? I mean, I'd sit through the last five seconds of it. Okay. <laughs> if I could fast forward through it all. No, that's not the deal. It's the whole movie. Oh, no. oh God, no. Unless, unless Pompeii plays 
multiple times throughout that movie and like the best like it's when triple a's like fighting for his freedom in an exploding coliseum and it's just like way too dramatic and just no it's just the end yeah it's gonna definitely gonna lose some points then and i'm constantly gonna be like teasing like maybe it's not even in it (laughs) <laughs> like you just have to do it again. I sit to the very end and I don't hear it. Like I just start doing like No will hearts will rule. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that, would be like, that would be like our typical of our sub zero slogans, like relationship with each other. Always trying to find one way to screw over the loop quake <laughs> and the best you can. We didn't kill your pad, Scorpion! Those noobs say bought, you know it! Can't hear ya. Enjoy Pompeii. <laughs> I know you won't. No, finish it. Slow. Get over there. It takes so long. Yeah, anytime Pompeii could just blast everything. It doesn't. It'd be crazy. Uh, I did recently to watch the Pounder though. Did yeah. you get a chance to catch that? I mentioned that. I have not. It's pretty good. It's uh, a lot less even keeled than I thought it would be. I was really expecting that to be a movie that was like, yeah, you know, both sides of the scenario. Or at least play it like, yeah, this guy was a little bit more ruthless, but without him, McDonald's wouldn't be where it is. You could certainly argue that. But he is not, you don't leave the movie with a mixed perception of him. Yeah. You're like, Ray, what's his name, is a complete dickhead. Mm-hmm. What a fuck. He takes, oh, really? Yeah, he takes no lost opportunity to fuck these guys over the chances he gets. And they have the McDonald's logo and everything in it? Yeah, the Golden Arches. The Golden Arches is his way of fucking him over, too. I'm surprised McDonald's lets him get away with using the, uh, the logo. Do you think they? I mean, I guess you probably get more of a story out of hearing about that than like McDonald's not willing to allow history to be told using their logo. Like, they like uh-oh. history. <laughs> they like the, the word history around pretty loosely. <laughs> the founding of McDonald's. Well, I mean, if it's a story about the founding of McDonald's and, and McDonald's is not going to allow the story to be told using their images, it would be like, that's a little bit suspect. It's not like they're doing a movie about FDR and McDonald's is holding out like, damn straight, you're not going to show hash browns. <laughs> you're not going to get that. But definitely be like, yeah, what do you hide? Like, you're like, no, just don't do it. That way no one has to wonder what it's about. But we're definitely not going to be advertising this in our yeah. stores. Because it's not, it starts off almost like comedically beautiful. Like you think it'd be a movie produced by Disney at the start. Because yeah. he goes to order like his first cheeseburger and it's the most magical experience of his life. Like, he's like, so, uh, you know, uh, do you guys take it out to my car? They're like, no, sir. This is it right here in this bag. Where's the silverware? It's like, it's just all in this bag. You eat it right out of the wrapper and you can throw it all away. He's like, that's that's just wonderful. Like, and he's spinning a ray like, or something like that. Oh, wow. It's just, it's so, like, perfect scenario for his first trip to McDonald's. You're like, oh, okay. This is, like, almost way too much of, like, check out the romantic stars your most beloved fast food restaurant. And then by the end of it, you're like, fuck McDonald's! No, really. These dickheads! So by the end of it, you don't want McDonald's? No. I, did, I specifically didn't go out to McDonald's. I was definitely thinking of it, too. I was like, I'll go hit up a McDonald's after this. I'm sure I'll be in the mood for but it. By the guy end, just died. Well, and, and, months ago. Yeah. And then the, at the end of it, I was like, no, I don't want to give them money after they fucked over Nick Offerman. Like, that's so hard! Yeah, you definitely do not leave with a mixed interpretation of that character. He does a lot of shitty stuff. Not even just to them. Just to people in his life. He's a complete fuckhead to almost all of them. 
Good and there's no like, what's up? Good performance. Yeah, it's a good performance, but there's like, there's no turnabout for him. Like, he doesn't get fucked over at some point. There's like, no arc. No, there's like the end of the movie. He's like lived a very successful, wealthy life, remarried to a much hotter wife, <laughs> got to meet the president. Like, pretty good for him all around. Mm-hmm. I guess the worst is that um, one of the people he worked with left the company afterwards after a supposed disagreement. But it's not like he lost. It's not like fucking Ray, whatever his name is, yeah. lost anything on that. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's a good movie though. But uh, yeah, you definitely uh, you definitely. I don't feel like you're gonna leave that movie with much of a good interpretation of him. After you you've seen Super Size Me. Yeah. Were you hungry for McDonald's? After oh, absolutely. That? Okay. There's no uh, chance you were. Shoot, I was worried. This is where yeah. you're like, no, you pay. No, I think I watched it with the Sean. Man kills himself over the course of a month. I think I watched it with Sean Toon and Shawnee Boy. And I think I, I immediately afterwards, both of us were like, yeah, I really want McDonald's right now. There's no way you'd watch that movie and not want McDonald's if you've eaten a lot of it in your life. Because the I, whole thing is like, yeah, he's it's gross. He's like getting all fucking like pimpled out and like vomiting and gaining like 30 pounds. But that's because he's eating it every meal for 30 days in a row or whatever. If I just go there now and get like one burger or something like that, I'm not going to suffer that. Yeah. I'm just... And every time I do it, I don't go to, I don't just go to McDonald's and get like a couple things off the dollar menu. I'm like, let me get a Big Mac, extra large, value meal. Yeah, you you go you go hard out. If I watch Super Size Me, I'm definitely like, let me go. I'm not a qu- double quarter pounder in a while. Let me hit oh, up one of those. Yeah, it is good. And get some nuggets on there. Put some sauce on top. Boom, make myself like a real princely meal. When you don't, you do know, it, Prince of Harrisburg. Yeah, when you don't do it very often, that sugar rush is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely happened after I watched Super Size Me. Okay, so, but I'm not going to feel that way. I'm not going to be rushing out. I, I mean, you I'm might get 20 McNuggets and hope none of them are the veiny ones. And yeah, no, I think you might be in the mood for fast food. Snap the first one out. Oh, oh, oh daughter, get out of the car. She's like, no, she got this other hot box of milk. That's like, yeah, is this happening a lot? Uh, no, you might be in a room of fast food, but I think you'll be doing some work together. That's not gonna happen. You're not going to want to support McDonald's after. You're how like, long, oh, what fucks? How long would you stop eating uh, chicken nuggets from McDonald's if you got two in a row that hadn't been good? I don't think I've I don't think I've had McDonald's chicken nuggets in probably like, a, like four or five years now. So I don't really know. That's it. I definitely remember us at the apartment choking down like a twenty piece. I mean, each. yeah, they definitely had like a twenty piece for like four dollars or something like that. Though, I think we both got one of. So I can't say like I don't think I know if I've ever had one, but it's definitely been a while. I've had a lot of Burger King nuggets. This is the stuff. one where they gave me all those wacky top condiments. Like here's yeah. honey. Well, it's because you like they asked for like here what uh, sauces do you want? You said surprise me. <laughs> yeah. so it's like fine, fuck it. And just threw, like, everything in there. So Leonard Nimoy <laughs> sauerkraut in me. So you essentially got, like, yeah, you got things of honey and, like, essentially it was, like, frosty droppings. Regular mustard. <laughs> like, why would anyone take regular mustard packets? I don't know. Yeah, With that and spicy mustard? Oh, my God, these are too. Honey mustard. They give you, like, sweet and sour. Which, honestly, I should probably try again. I bet nuggets probably taste pretty good with sweet and sour. You know what's gross as shit? But it's delicious. Is, uh, you get like a sausage biscuit and dump sweet and sour sauce on it. It's phenomenal. That's, I don't know if I could do that. It tastes so good. Well, now you can even do it. Like, you used to have to be a real pig and do that in the morning. Right? Yeah, I used to have to plan my day around being a schlub. Now I can just pop in. Now, because um, as it is now, I'll go in and get McDonald's, or I get uh, Burger King. Not regularly, but I'll go in because it's like, 
an easy place to hit on my like lunch at work. Sure. Thank you. <laughs> but every time I'll get it there, I always just get the buffalo sauce. Because the buffalo sauce at Burger King is astounding. Mm-hmm. May, I might even go as far as say it's the best sauce in any fast food restaurant. Buffalo Better than sauce. Wendy's honey mustard? Yeah. No, no doubt. That's a steep charge. It's, it's real good sauce. It's a good buffalo. How much do you have on that uh, Taco Bell gift card still? That you have? Didn't we both get one? Oh, I no, just did. You no. did. Well, it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, there's like 25 on it. I had a I had a not-so-hot week <laughs> getting McDonald's, getting Taco Bell breakfast like every day. How was that on the old colon? It's not too bad. I had, you don't want to get used to it. I had gas recently that I cannot figure out the source of. I was like, I haven't eaten anything out of the ordinary. I was like, I had Eggo waffles yesterday morning. I hope that wasn't what caused it. <laughs> but I had really bad gas. It was so bad, I like woke myself up from farting and like went to the bathroom and farted like three more times in the bathroom. I was like, what's happening? Am I dying? It's like a mystery that I did not see. getting to wake up for it. It's like, I'm good to smell. I mean, it's my own parts, but it's still not like, you know, April like, breeze. Yeah, at least it's not like poop falling in through my window, you know? It's plus side of everything. Always look on the bright side of life like that song goes. <laughs> Making lemonade Larios, that's what they call me. Yeah, but I like woke myself up like, oh, that's a, I kind of need to go to the bathroom anyway. Was that sloppy? <laughs> yeah, they were loud. The thing is, here's the, here's the thing. It's the same night I think you had recently had Christy over too, and I was worried that she was gonna like wake up and just hear like from the outside of your door, like, was this Wednesday night? I think it was. And I definitely had like four or five just like really loud farts in a row, like in the middle of the night, that I was like, oh man, <laughs> what's happening? What did I eat? She left around like a lot. Okay. So. <laughs> I did know, and at the time, I was very concerned. But, but yeah, I was like, I don't know what this is. And I never figured it out. Just something I ate. And just, Are you still eating Eggo waffles? Yeah, I mean, every so often. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Am I going to throw out the baby with the bathwater? No. <laughs> I can almost write that off the list, although it is the culprit every single time it's happened. I mean, every time it's happened, it's the only anomaly I've been able to pinpoint <laughs> it to. But, you know, it might be the Eggos. It might be the Mrs. Buttersworth I'm drinking with it. I asked Jeff Goldblum to look into it. And, uh, yeah, he said he's going to get back to me. He did now. So did you hear anything else Wednesday night? I mean, yes, I heard you banging again, yes. Anything else? No. You didn't hear I Am Cyborg Superman twice? No. Shouting? <laughs> no. I think once I start hearing your bed spring, I immediately put my headphones on. Like, oh. the, the noise-canceling one as close as I could because it's so distracting. Were you just coming while shouting, I'm Cyborg Superman? I'm not going to get too sorted. It was before that. Okay. <laughs> but I did it twice. Her idea, by the way. Was it? Yeah. Oh, after hearing the episode? Yeah. She's like, it's shout Cyborg Superman. <laughs> and you didn't you didn't react at all. Like, fuck, I'm doing it again. Not Cyborg Superman. Mom's just like, yes, you are. <laughs> my baby. Be whatever you want. Do it. You big queer. And there was some nice man. And there's a bunch of men that come by. All the men. There's so many men here. All my men. Your men. <laughs> Strange men. Come and go. Strange men. They come. They go. They never buy. Yeah. This flutters off with like two tiny water wings. Oh, they never come. They never bring money. Don't know. Ah, I'm tripping it on you. Shut up, mom. 
I'm trying to come. <laughs> the fact that you even can stay hard during this. Mind dummy. Wayne Dern. I'll say it's the money. Uh, have you seen the uh, trailer for Glow yet? No. The Netflix series with Allison Brie that's about the Women's Wrestling League, the glorious or gorgeous ladies of wrestling, I think oh, it was. No. Yeah, it's coming out, I think, relatively soon. Uh, Netflix, Glow. Wait, so it's like a, a retro one, or it's about wrestler women? Oh, it comes out League. June 23rd, 2017. I think it's based on the original one. How fabulous Moola is it? Now, um, let me see. Allison Brie. It might actually, you know what? It's probably like fictional characters. Why need you watch me get soup came by Junkyard Dog? The original. A look at the less black. personal and professional lives of a group of women who perform for a wrestling organization in Los Angeles. With Allison Brie's in it. Uh, let's see. Justine, Stacy, Dawn, Valley Girl, Sheila the She Wolf. Carmen Wade. Yeah, none of these names sound familiar, so I'm assuming they're just supposed to be all original people. But I thought I just saw something, though, that said Mark Marin was in this. Because if he is... It's me, Captain Lou Albino, everyone. There, yeah, Mark Marin has two characters. Sam Sylvia. Hmm. Cherry Bang. Sal Guerrero. Hmm. Wait, Allison Breeze only two characters? Two episodes? I thought she was the main character. That's how this was sold to me. This thing you haven't watched or invested in yet, you're already outraged. Oh, I guess it's an outrage! Although, the main actress looks pretty cool. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh, what did I see? It's hard to really tell her cans. <laughs> you're just a monster. With those sideways angles. I'm 10! <laughs> if you're in glow, you definitely shouldn't be. It's a dangerous sport. That's not my fault. <laughs> Don't you go pinning this on me. Uh, where is it? Haters back off. You probably saw the image on Netflix, and it looked awful, and oh, it yeah. is pretty awful. I guess she's like an internet personality, then it's like a character she does. It's not a very, it's like a, it's very similar to, I guess, like uh, Arrested Development or something like that, like just a show about like a loser family that just kind of gets into hijinks and things like that. Okay. Uh, but the one, like, sister in it, I thought was like way too cute for her own good. I don't know what that means. That, that <laughs> means sounds, exactly. That what, sounds very fiendish. Means exactly what you think it means. Side of machinations. Means exactly what you think. You're just too cute to live. It was something like I guess. Well, because like everyone else in the family, you're like you get topless, stick your tongue out, and high five me. No, it's like everyone else in the family are like kind of like goofy looking schlubs, and then there's just like one gorgeous fucking. Uh, like the other daughter, I think. I can't remember if it's her or not now. How much of this have you watched? I think I watched three episodes of it and then got bored. It was kind of like when you watched uh, Modern Family for a couple episodes just so you could keep seeing the one daughter oh. for a couple episodes. Or Claire. <laughs> yeah, probably more so Claire. Uh, maybe it's this one. Like a young, hot Cheryl Hines. Yeah, this was the one daughter. Like the one sister. That's not a great shot of her there, but... She's pretty young, Christopher. Am I going to have to have this talk with you? <laughs> Maybe. It's like the shoes yeah, on the other... Yeah, like, that's, that's her right there. And you're the like... Shoes on the other foot, honey. <laughs> she's, she's, definitely supposed to be, she's definitely supposed to be 28. That's what they said in the show. 
when a girl's 15 or under, dude, she's off, well, 14 or under. Actually, you know, let's start with 13. <laughs> you know what? You just keep getting younger. You're trying to give me the pep talk as you're also being a pedophile. You're like, look, we all agree girls 11 and younger are pretty cute, but hey, they're off limits. You, you can't milk, you can get those pits early. <laughs> Good lord. Alright, so I think we're done on this episode. Oh, yeah, we can't end on that. <laughs> Are you sure? What do you want to get to? What, what's going to lift you back up into the public appeal? I'm so bummed you missed the Cyborg Superman. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just, when I start hearing the squeaking, I immediately was like, well, I can't have another podcast be distracted by me being like, oh, it's just not going to end, is it? <laughs> so I think I just threw my headphones on and start talking really loud. I was like, anyway, so in fairy tale this week. So next, I gotta do it like when we're still doing foreplay. Like, I'm just like slow, slowly sliding off my pants. Like, I'm Cyborg Superman. That's how your pants come off as you start screaming. I'm Cyborg Superman! His <laughs> mom's like, yes, yes. Well, I know. <laughs> we'll stack the cans. <laughs> yeah, you get in there, you stack the cans, you don't make a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I, why do I work in mom's shop? I don't know. I uh, just recently... And I foolishly picked a bad time, too. Started watching the uh, Clone Wars show. The Star Wars Clone Wars, like, 3D The last day show. you could have it. Yeah, like, I watched it on, I think it was the 6th, and it, like, popped up with a message, like, this show's leaving Netflix on the 7th. I was like, well, that's just awful timing. <laughs> and I guess the movie's staying on, but the show's leaving. I was like, how oh. does that work? So, I got into it just long enough to have it immediately go off the air, basically. But I did manage to get, like, half a season through it. Oh, God. I think I got through 14 episodes. That's a lot. Holy shit. That's a lot. In a day? Yeah. Uh, like, I think it was two days, maybe. I think, I, think I might have came on to it on the fifth. Anyway. I'm just thinking about our poor dog that would just love to go for a walk with you. Would just adore it. Yeah, she got to sit down here and watch a couple episodes of Clone Wars until she got too nosy. <laughs> like, Started asking too many questions. Then I punched her outside. Daddy, what's the force? I'm like, shut That's up, like, stupid dog! You're not gonna, you're not gonna get it. Dogs can't use the force. Isn't that the Emperor, Daddy? That's clearly the Emperor. God, no! It's just Chancellor Palpatine. Shut up, <laughs> stupid dog. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. It's you know. It's a kid's show, so it has those kind of elements to it. But it does have, like, a little bit more, like, I don't want to say grittiness to it. But it does show, like, clone troopers dying and things like that. So it's mm-hmm. not averse to showing, like, yeah, it's a series about war. Oh, the amount of robot decapitations? Well, yeah. The the, there's first the thing is that on one side, it's the Separatists, which are, like, the droid army. Who, I don't know who built them, like, who programmed this. Like, let's... Let's fill, like, the main infantry ranks of this army with robots who are wacky... And sassy and terrified at times. Yeah. And fear for their own lives. Have some understanding of dying. <laughs> like that scream. <laughs> like they're programmed to be like, ah! Like, like why would you give them that? That has to be the toughest pitch from Count Dooku. Like, try to get people to join the separatists. Like, any questions? Like, why do the droids scream in terror when, when someone shoots at them? Yeah, why do they run if they're facing, like, a greater threat than they are? Like, why do they not, like, why, like, not like, you know, why don't they tactically retreat? Why do they run away in terror? With happens? their arms flailing above them. Why, why are they easy to trick? Like, isn't the best part of a droid is it can't be influenced by Jedi, so they can't use force persuasion on it? So why do they make them dumb so, like, anybody can just trick them? <laughs> Uh, well, any child, <laughs> any idiot, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks can 
out, outwit one of the, the captain of the droid force. Yeah, like just out, out fox all of them. <laughs> like, Roger, Roger. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go check the bottom of this robot monster pit. Burp, 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 burp. Misa, not John John Binks. Misa, Frank. <laughs> Misa, robot like you all. Checks out. Roger, Roger. <laughs> roger, Roger. <laughs> Lay down weapons. <laughs> roger, Roger. Deactivate force field. <laughs> No, he didn't even say to do that. And it's not even that bad of an exaggeration. <laughs> no, there are they're so comedically stupid. Like, and I get it; it's for the the comedy effect. But it's like these are the infantry force of the robot army that they're that's supposedly so much more threatening than the current Republic army. Like they they're constantly, even though winning victories left and right, they're still on the losing side of this war. Yeah, and it's like how it's full of these stupid ass robots. <laughs> They're all so dumb. I get there's many robots in the army that don't talk, but they aren't the bulk of it. The bulk of it are these stupid infantry bots that are like, oh, hey, what's going on over there? Like, wow, those Jedi sure are awesome. Like, why do they compliment the enemy? Why is that programmed in there? Yeah, I don't know if you made it far enough. Eventually, there's like a droid that is like the chief strategist on the ship. It's like a bigger, slower kind of moving droid. And that's the one that's supposed to be able to like, make calculations and do smart things. Like, why don't you have far more of those and far less of, like, you don't need a hundred of those, like, toddler brain droids out there. They're all going to get mowed down by one Jedi. Yeah, like, they're so awful. Like, this, And there's one, constant, one falls downhill, take at least three down with them. There's screams in terror. And there's constant ones that are, like, back-sassing their own superior. Like, like maybe if you didn't l- lose another battle, General Grievous is like, Aah! and, like, smashing their face off, like, why would a robot have access? Why would it? Why would it have that? Why would that be programmed? Especially if you're building soldiers. Why would you have it complement the enemy and insult your own commander in front of them? Like it's not even like an internal thought. It's like out loud. Wow, you sure blew that one, huh, Grievous? Like why? Would you... Especially when you fear death so much. <laughs> you're so terrified of being killed that you have no sense of self-preservation except to run. You keep writing these checks your ass can't cash. It's that on one side. It's and baffling why it's not a quicker war than that. And then the other side is Obi-Wan, who's very, like, I, you know, I, I watched the movies, but I never got from it the sense that, like, Ewan McGregor's portrayal of Obi-Wan was supposed to be so playfully fey with everyone. He's like the gay dude from Lost in Space. It's, <laughs> it really almost is, because, like, the first scene you see of him in the movie that's, like, really, like, an established scene of him is when he's trying to, like, delay the enemy general into, mm-hmm. like, you know, letting the stealth team strike their generator down. So he's like, come! And he, like, uses the force to, like, lift up, like, rocks. He's like, let's treat over a cup of tea, why don't we? And it's, like, him, legs crossed. Oh, wow. Like, dipping, like, into a big tea a glass. Like, an exaggerated, like, dipping motion into a tea <laughs> glass. <laughs> so he's like, hmm, perhaps we could have another cup, don't we? You can't tell. Chris was really improving this pretty well. Yeah, it's it's so exaggerated and fey, and then he's constantly having, like, this boyish flirting relationship with Anakin, Anakin that I didn't know. Like, Anakin, are you going to be getting yourself into some trouble again? Like, when am I not, Master? When are you not indeed? <laughs> it's always, like, so coy, like, with, yeah. like, like, the just unseen wink of him being like, I'm going to have sex with you later. Like, like and I imagine a cat would sound like if it could talk. It's, it's so playfully catty, <laughs> and I don't remember that being in the relationship at all. Like, it's like a, it's like an, uh, an element you could only see, like, the super gay guy from Will and Grace doing. 
otherwise. It's like that kind of, like if you just made him British and you put him in that, where it's like him almost being like, Anakin, are you going to be wearing boots like that? It's such a gauche time of year for this kind of attire. And you're like, that's like, ridiculous. I, know, I can 100% he- see her saying that line. I don't know how to even respond to that. Though. We jump planets constantly. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, but I'd imagine you'd have some kind of logic to the weather of this time of the year. I've seen the furthest reaches the of full- this galaxy. Nowhere are those shoes <laughs> stylish. Anakin, reach into the force and see if it can give you some fashion advice. Where'd you get those at a Nashada bake sale? <laughs> He's like, well, I did pick him up on Nashada. He's like, oh, you know my. I did. <laughs> you know I With did. With the most like cartoonishly exaggerated eye roll ever. Oh my. I'm like, look, Mikey, I watched several seasons of America's Next Top Model. There was a, there was one of the judges on that show was Miss J, which was clearly like a giant black guy. Just in like a captain's. And yeah, <laughs> usually often wore very like cartoonish like outfits and things like that. He wasn't nearly as fake as <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi is in parts of these series. General Kenobi, please. <laughs> General Kenobi. Respect the title. Although I don't know who gives that to them. I guess it's the Jedi. Uh, yeah, I guess the robots, once you kill enough of them and they start screaming General out instead. Like, ow! <laughs> I guess they didn't make any General clones. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a bad show, though. It's pretty solid. Um, some good moments to it. It's nice seeing, like, other Jedi. Yeah in there and to kind of like cover the other Jedi who are kind of like just like one-off characters in the movie. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, it's just the Jedi who got killed during Order 66. It's the most Jedi you've ever seen in the Star Wars movie, like alive at any time. Probably the most I've seen anything Star Wars related, like even Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. I guess the first one had a paddle on school, so I guess there's a few there, but even then there was still only like five like real Jedi council members. Yeah, way outnumbered by the six. And this, it's like, yeah, there's a shit ton of these guys basically, so. And so cute yeah. Although there's more as it progresses. I was going to say, as it is right now, it's just basically Dooku, Palpatine, Grievous doesn't count. Either. Whatever. I don't know if you count Grievous or not. a Sith apprentice? Do you, count yeah, the, do you count the apprentice of an apprentice? Uh, yeah, I, I guess you have to. I mean, she is Sith, but... But, uh, but what's his name comes back? The guy that died in Phantom Menace? Oh, yeah. Well, that's why... Darth I'm, Maul. See, that's why... He's got a brother that's okay, too. That's why... Like Clancy Brown. <laughs> I'm still, like, waiting for that just so I can roll my eyes at it. It's like, wait, the, like, General Thrall, could, or Admiral Thrall couldn't make it into the Star the new Star Wars universe, but fucking robot legs Darth Maul is <laughs> kosher enough to be canon, apparently. With his brother who's yellow instead of red. I mean, that's, it's a Brackian TV, though. Like, <laughs> don't stupid. be stupid. If you're just gonna be ignorant. We should just get, like, a sound effect in instead of you, like, smacking the shit out of me. Like, <laughs> you're gonna say a bunch of stupid things. You're just gonna be an ignorant asshole, alright? Why even bother talking? But yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's an enjoyable show, but the robots are very distracting. It's time. too much. It's way too much. There's so many times where I'm just like, why would they build them to do that? I would immediately, like, re- Surrender. Like, don't worry, we gave you 300 of our smartest nitwit droids. They're like, Roger, Roger, as like one trip's like, hey, what's this penny doing on the ground? As like the army behind him falls up, like, <laughs> you're just like, why would it care about it? Okay. Why would it care about material goods? You'll take another four hours. A couple of them are probably broken. We'll space them out a little bit. Don't worry, you can keep their heads. You can wear them like a necklace. I'm like, they're so heavy. Why? And they scream a lot. Hey! Is this life? Why would they care? Just put me down. <laughs> this is not worth living. You shouldn't understand any of those concepts. <laughs> A shitty life shouldn't even occur to you. Get out of here. 
Oh, all right. Well, anything else you want to do before we head out of here? No, I think I covered up gracefully from that hunt game saga. <laughs> well, that's going to do it, everybody, for this episode of Super Larry's Brothers Show. We'll catch you next time. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm.